What hero's journey are you on? And what hero's journey do you need to take to balance your hormones and create the brilliant health that you deserve? Find out next. So the big question is, how do women over 40 like us keep weight off, have great energy, balance our hormones and our moods, feel sexy and confident and master midlife? If you're like most of us, you're not getting the answers you need and remain confused and pretty hopeless to ever feel like yourself again. As an OBGYN, I had to discover for myself the truth about what creates a rock-solid metabolism, lasting weight loss, and supercharged energy after 40 in order to lose 100 pounds and fix my fatigue. Now, I'm on a mission. This podcast is designed to share the natural tools you need for impactful results and to give you clarity on the answers to your midlife metabolism challenges. Join me for tangible natural strategies to crush the hormone imbalances you're facing and help you get unstuck from the sidelines of life. My name is Dr. Kieran Dunstan. Welcome to the Hormone Prescription Podcast. Hey, it's Dr. Kieran. Thank you so much for joining me again for this part three of three series on the essential foundational steps that you must take in order to balance your hormones and create the brilliant health that you deserve. Hopefully you watched or listened to video one or podcast one and two, because they set the foundation for this third one. So if you didn't check them out, go listen to those first before you listen to this one. So today we're gonna talk about the third essential step. I'm here in Tulum, Mexico. You might've been here, maybe you've been to Cancun. I've been to Cancun very commercial and built up beautiful, right? Love the culture, love the people. And I decided to come here for some R&R and it's way less developed and natural here. So that's more my speed. I'm more of a nature girl than a big city girl, even though I grew up in New York City. So anyway, they have something very unique here that I kind of love and I bet you would love it too because it's a little bit of serendipity. So what is it that they have? The first day I was here, the internet was down in my condo and I had to do a live class online. So I found a workspace around the corner, which I walked to and I saw this street sign that said, you are your own limit. It was a legit street sign, just like a speed sign or a stop sign or a sign saying, you know, exit 249 for this city. It was on the road and it said, you are your own limit. I had never seen a street sign like that, right? I've only seen traffic instructional signs or street name signs. I had never seen an inspirational street sign and I saw it. And I laugh because it was such serendipity. You know how something you don't expect to see, right? I thought it was going to be a speed limit or instruction. And it's like, you are your own limit. So I laughed. I chuckled because I loved it. Because it's so true that we really are unlimited beings, our capacity, right? I think studies say that we only use about 10% of our brain power. and We have so much more, and I think we're kind of going into an age now where we're starting to learn about our gifts as a collective and as individuals and how unique we each are and celebrating the unique gifts that we have, right? One person might be an Einstein with a very high IQ and they solve 
complex math problems, that may not be someone else's unique genius, but we're starting to honor the unique genius in each of us. But if we all think we're supposed to be like Einstein, intellectuals with high IQ who can solve math problems, which kind of has been the paradigm for a long time in society, and we've all measured ourselves against that yardstick, how smart are we, how well are, do, do we do at math, right, or can we write, then we miss the uniqueness of ourselves. And so I, this sign spoke to me of you are your own limit, that we're we have these internal limits that we internalize the expectations that society places on us. And then we stop ourselves from expressing who we uniquely are. Can you relate to that? I know I can relate to that. And I know some of you I've talked to have done that too. So I'm not alone in this, but we're starting to express our own uniqueness. So what does this have to do with the third essential step to hormone balance and healing? Well, the third essential step is that you've got to recognize the gap from where you are that you looked at in step one, where you got brutally honest with yourself about what are all the health symptoms I'm having, and what are the false beliefs I'm having about my health situation, right? So you got a really painful look, up close look, in-depth look at how bad it is and the pain that you're experiencing. You might also wanna write about how it's affecting your life, right? And the cost of being in that place. What does it cost you financially? What does it cost you in terms of time? What does it cost you in terms of unlived relationships and careers, right? So there are monetary costs, there are time costs, and there are intangible costs to all of the problems that we outline in step one. So you got really clear on that. And then in step two, I told you, get in touch with the vision for your life because those are your imaginal cell blueprint from your soul to where you are meant to go. And I invited you to write about it and do a vision board and get really clear on where you're going. So you have the pain and then you've got the pleasure. But next, you've got to look at the gap between these two extremes. Now, for some of you, it's not that big a gap, right? Maybe you've just got a few problems. You haven't been dealing with them for that long. Hasn't affected your life and your relationships and your money and your time that much. And maybe your vision isn't that grand, right? We all have different size, different types of vision. So maybe it doesn't feel so uncomfortable. Although if you're lost and you don't know how to get there and you've tried a lot of different things, that gap can be very painful, even though it's small, because you have no idea how to get there. And for some of you, that gap is huge. You're like, like I was when I was in my 40s, 100 pounds overweight, depression and anxiety so bad that it makes it hard for you to function on a daily basis. Your relationships are being affected by it. Your work is being affected by it. You're on several psychoactive medications. You have irritable bowel. You don't know if you're going to poop or not for days or weeks or poop 10 times in one day. You don't know what's going on with your stomach. You have no sex drive. Your relationship's failing because of it or whatever problems you have. That's what I had. My health was terrible. And as a board certified OBGYN who was supposed to know more about women's health than anyone else, 
I was clueless how to get out of this. So my pain was severe. And I even thought about suicide at times. It was that bad. I was that hopeless and desperate. And where I wanted to go was this beautiful dream that I had since I was a young person of helping women with their health. And I clearly was not in a position to do that. So my gap seemed as big as the Grand Canyon. And maybe yours does too. I couldn't see how I was possibly going to get from that to where I am now. But I'm living proof that it can happen, right? And I'm also living proof that it starts with getting honest honoring your dream. I knew that's this is what I was meant to be doing. I just didn't know how to get there. So getting honest about the gap, really going back to that step one and being honest and writing out like Scrooge in the movie, he looks at the ghosts of Christmas past come visit him, ghosts of Christmas present and the ghosts of Christmas future. And he gets a real good look at where he was, where he is now, and how dismal his life is going to be if he continues on this trajectory. I invite you to do that for yourself, because otherwise, I've seen women delude themselves for decades until it's too late, and I don't want that to be you. So until you get a clear picture of the trajectory that you've been on and where your health is headed and where you are going to end up in the next 5, 10, 15, 20 years, if you continue on the same trajectory, you really can't get honest with yourself. And until you get really honest with yourself about the dreams that you have. Now, some people, I do an exercise um, where I have you close your eyes and I'll give you a mini version of it. And then I have you uh, pretend there's a book in your lap and you open the book to the current day. And all the pages on the left of the book have been written on because you've lived all the days of your life up until today. And then in the page that's open is today and you get to decide what happens that you write today. And then all the pages in the rest of the book to the right are blank. And you get to decide what's written on those pages. And we're always creating every single day. We're creating our health. We're creating our life. Most of us create by default. We just live the same thing that we've been living because we have habits and we just do the same thing. We don't know what else to do or we feel hopeless or we're otherwise stuck. So we're creating by default. But what if we could create on purpose? And it's that vision in step two that's the imaginal cells of your soul calling you to the butterfly that you are that is what you need to honor in writing those pages on the right, you get to decide. So you get in touch with the pain, in touch with what you want, and then you're faced with the chasm. And a lot of you, that's where you're going to falter and stumble and not get up. And you're going to go, oh, it's too much. I can't do it. I can't get from there to here. And if you've taken steps one and you've taken steps two, you absolutely can get from there to where you want to be. What does it require? If you've really done a thorough job with steps one and two, it requires getting someone who knows the path, who can help you bridge the chasm, right? 
in every movie you've ever seen, Dorothy and the Wizard of Oz, one of my favorites, hopefully you like it too, does she get the golden slippers and go home by herself? She's in this strange land dropped with munchkins, <laughs> right? Uh, on a house, right? And she falls from the sky and she's in munchkin land. She's in a very strange land with talking tin men and lions and straw men that sing and dance. And all she wants to do is go home, right? So what's her pain? She's not home. She's not with her family. She wants to get home. That's her vision. Does she get there by herself? No. She has guides. She has the Tin Man, the Lion, and the Scarecrow. And she has the Good Witch. And they help and guide her on her way. She also has her dog, Toto. And they help her on the path. Star Wars, another wonderful movie. Does Luke Skywalker know how to defeat Darth Vader by himself? Only he can do it. He has to do it. That's the pain he's experiencing. He can't do it by himself. He has to train. And then he can accomplish the task. The Karate Kid has a big dilemma. His pain is he can't do karate well. And he needs to be able to do that so he can win. So what does he get? A guide. Wax on, wax off, who teaches him how to paint and do karate. So this brings me to the hero's journey. Maybe you've heard of that. Maybe you haven't. So it's something that Joseph Campbell outlined many years ago about the mythic archetypes that we all play and take turns playing in life. For women, a lot of us at some point play the maiden. We play the crone. A lot of people, not just women, may not literally play the prostitute, but some of us in life will pay the, play the prostitute in other ways, meaning that we do something for somebody else that we don't really want to do in order to get money. So if you're in a job that you hate, it's somewhat of a prostitute archetype. He also outlined the hero's journey. It's a journey that we all take usually multiple times in our lives in different areas. And it has 12 classic parts. You're welcome to look it up on the internet. I'm not going to go through all of them. But all movies, all great movies follow this storyline where there's a protagonist who encounters a seemingly insurmountable problem early on, right? In The Wizard of Oz, she's in a strange land, wants to get home. Luke Skywalker in Star Wars has to defeat Darth Vader. Ralph Macchio played the Karate Kid. He needed to defeat others in karate and didn't know how to do karate, right? So they're faced with this huge dilemma. And they can't figure out, it's usually a matter of life or death or some, they're big stakes. And they have to figure out how to accomplish the goal and there's always a guide that's involved in helping them achieve the goal. So you are on your own hero's journey with your health problems. I know you don't want to be, right? We're all the reluctant heroes usually on our journey, but you are. And the sooner you recognize it, the better off you'll be. And when you've seen clearly where you are and gotten honest, and you've seen clearly what your soul is calling you to do, 
which starts with healing, and you see the gap of where you are and where you must be, you are on the hero's journey, whether you want to be or not. So accepting it allows you to lean into it and get better results because you know you need a guide and you can't figure this out yourself, right? So Dorothy didn't go online and Google, I'm in Oz, how the heck do I get the the ruby slippers and get home, right? Even if they had the internet nowadays, she wouldn't have been able to get the answer. Luke Skywalker didn't and couldn't, wouldn't Google, how do I defeat Darth Vader? And Ralph Macchio as a karate kid wouldn't Google be able to learn how to perform award-winning karate where he could actually defeat someone. Why? Because these are skills that need to be taught by other humans who know the path to through the difficulty. It requires coaches who have been there and done that and have the expertise to coach you real time into doing the thing. So you can't learn it from a blog article, how to get out of Oz and go home. You can't learn how to defeat Darth Vader from a podcast, right? It's just not gonna happen. It requires guides to surround you and love you and nurture you and boost you and tell you the steps you need to do so that you can do the thing. We talked about in the first lesson, how you've got to be discerning about who you get to help you, who actually can help you. And then the biggest thing about the hero's journey that you'll learn is that there are actually two hero's journey to every hero's journey. And you'll see that if you look it up. So what do I mean by that? There's the journey that you obviously go on, right? So Dorothy wanted to get home from Oz. That was her goal. But there's a second journey that she went on that if we're paying attention, usually gives the most meaning to these great films and stories. And that is who she became in the process of going on this journey. And if you watch the movie again, I know a bunch of you are gonna go watch it, you will see that she's a different person when she goes back home to Kansas than when she left. And Luke Skywalker has a new confidence and sense of self after he defeats Darth Vader. And Ralph Macchio is a different person also. So yes, the goal of the journey is to bridge the gap and get where you want to be. But it's also to become that person who could, who can and did do the thing. So my hero's journey was I was OBGYN in my 40s with horrible health. And I wanted to get here where I am now and helping other women. But more than that was I wanted to become the doctor who had all the tools, who could help the women bridge their own gap. And so that's who I've become. And only you know who it is that your soul is calling you to become. And that first step looks like the health gap, bridging the health gap but it's who you're going to become because when you become competent in that, you get a certain self-assurance and confidence in doing so many other things in your life that your soul is calling you to do. So another set of street signs that I've seen here while I've been in Tulum, there's another one that's kind of iconic. You may have seen me or will see me on my Instagram channel 
by this sign that says, follow your dreams. Another just benign street sign that says, follow your dreams. And people say you haven't been to, to Tulum if you haven't gotten your picture in front of that sign. So I had to go get a picture so you can see it on Instagram. And then I saw another one that just delighted me to no end. So I use a bike here as my transportation. Traffic's terrible, so they tell you get a bike. So I got a bike and I ride it everywhere to the supermarket, to eat, to the beach. And so I'm riding my bike down to the beach and I see these three triangular signs all in a row, one, two, three, right? They're yellow with the black kind of outline. So they look like maybe they should be speed signs. But the first one says, if not, and I'm riding, riding, riding. The next one says, now, riding, riding, riding. When, question mark. I thought it was so cute. I had to circle back and take pictures of them. And maybe I'll post those on social media too, because they're super cute. If not now, when? And if you're coming the other direction, it says it in Spanish. So you can see it in Spanish coming one way and English and going the other. If not now, when? I don't know who pays for these street signs here in Tulum. I don't know if it's an interested, inspirational private party that just likes inspiring people. I don't know if the government actually funds these because they're actually, I can't see how an independent citizen could put a sign on the side of the road like that. So I don't know, I'm gonna have to research it. But in any case, I love it. I love it. I love little inspiration. I love inspirational bumper stickers or signs. And so that one spoke to me too. And I started thinking, what am I procrastinating on that I need to get moving on? If not now, when, right? We have a begin date to our life and an end date, right? Everybody's tombstone has a begin date, a dash and an end date. And we're living the dash. And it's our health that gives us that dash. When we run out of health, our dash ends and we get an end date, an expiration date right? Whether we like it or not. It's a sad truth that most of us try to ignore, but it's a fact. And it's honestly what keeps me honest. It keeps me moving forward. What do I need to be doing for women and for their health? How can I do it better? How can I do it more? What do I need to be saying? Where do I need to be showing up, right? So you call this forth from me. That's why I'm here. And I want you to know, Get honest, step one, about all the pain points you're dealing with. Get honest that the channels you're looking for answers in aren't going to work. Get honest that it's not one thing. Get honest about all the time, money, and effort, and tears that you have wasted in the wrong answers. Step two, I want you to honor your dreams. It is your soul calling forth what you came here to express, and that starts with great health. I want you to write it out what it's going to be like when you accomplish the health you want and all the things you want in your life. And then three, I want you to honor that gap. And I want you to get clear on how you're going to follow your dreams, how you're going to not be your own limit. Like that sign said, you are your own limit. Most of us, before we even can get the help outside, we've stopped ourselves. I can't afford it. It's going to be too expensive. It's going to be too hard. I won't be able to follow it, right? It's not going to work. I don't trust myself. I don't trust them, 
right? We have all these stuck thoughts in our head. It's not possible for me. I don't deserve it. You identify all the stuck thoughts that you have that are keeping you stuck in that gap, right? And then you get eye to eye with yourself in the mirror and you examine, do I really want to believe this? And is it true? And would I say this to my friend? Would you say to your friend, it's not possible for you. You can't have that. You can't do it. You're not trustworthy. You're not worthy of the time. You're not worthy of the money, right? We say things to ourselves internally that we would never say to someone we love. So self-love is about speaking to yourself internally like you speak to your loved ones externally with the same encouragement, tenderness, understanding, and nurturing. So get honest with yourself about that. And then honor the Tulum signs. If not now, when? There's so many people who, I'll say some people, who say, oh yeah, I know, I'm going to do it. I'm going to take care of that when I retire in three years. I'm going to take care of that when I get off nice shift. I'm going to take care of that when, 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 right? So meanwhile, health problems are accruing. All the ones that you know about are getting worse. And the problem is that there are a lot of them that you don't know about, that your hormone imbalances are affecting. So I hope you've enjoyed this series. I thought it was super important because I see people all over the internet talking about, here's the one thing you need to do. Take this one supplement for your hormone problems. Here's the one diet you need to follow. And I'm a much deeper person who takes a deeper approach and who recognizes that my journey to health and healing actually started years before I discovered a root cause approach. And when I saw that Yes, some people picked up the tools I taught them and their health and life were forever changed, but some people did the tools for a while and did get results, but then they stopped and some people could never pick up the tools. I went back scratching my head and going, what am I missing? I realized that my journey didn't start when I thought it started with the learning the tools of a root cause resolution approach. It actually started several years before when I got thrown off a horse and broke my foot. And that's a story for another time. So you'll have to come back so you can hear that story. But this is your story. And that's what this is about. Your story, your unique, beautiful, personal soul's story of your journey in this life. So I want to make sure that you get the foundation of your house that's going to stand for you solid for the rest of your life through storms and hurricanes and wind and earthquakes. We got to go down in the ground and dig the foundation. And these three steps that I've taught you about are going to give you a solid foundation that's going to last you the rest of your life. So I hope you enjoyed this. If you have any comments, please jump on Instagram or Facebook at Kieran Dunstan MD and tell me about it. Tell me your thoughts. Tell me what you're thinking. Tell me about your dreams. Tell me about your pain. Tell me about the gap and how you're going to navigate it. I really want to hear about it. Thank you so much for joining me. I'll see you in the next episode. Until then, peace, love, and hormones, y'all. 
Thank you so much for listening. I know that incredible vitality occurs for women over 40 when we learn to speak hormone and balance these vital regulators to create the health and the life that we deserve. If you're enjoying this podcast, I'd love it if you'd give me a review and subscribe. It really does help this podcast out so much. You can visit thehormoneprescription.com where we have some free gifts for you. And you can sign up to have a hormone evaluation with me on the podcast to gain clarity into your personal situation. Until next time, remember, take small steps each day to balance your hormones and watch the wonderful changes in your health that begin to unfold for you. Talk to you soon.